Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. In the next 60 minutes here on News Night, NDC and MPP MPs haggle behind closed doors for more than three hours over President Akufuado's ministerial nominees. 
with no sign yet of a breakthrough as NDC national executives descend on parliament to ensure a rejection of the nominees. Both the minority leader and the majority leader a while ago have engaged and have come to some decision that we suspend sitting for one hour. I want to support the application he has made and then uh, appeal to you to suspend for one hour as he said. Plus, fate of three revenue bills hang in the balance tonight after the House set the day aside to consider the bills needed for an IMF bailout. So will they do so? We are live in Parliament in the next few minutes. Also tonight, John Mahama's charm offensive that has convinced many credible national civil society organizations to not only back his proposed reforms, but show up in their numbers, standing by his side to make the point. In an interaction I had with civil society organizations and other public advocacy groups in November last year, we had a broad-based discussion on issues of governance reform. We hear from some of the CSO leaders who stood with John Mahama and from the policy think tank Imani Africa that has publicly declared its support for the former president's proposals to reform political campaign financing. We want to see that our parties do not do just elections. It is worth noting that the reliance on a few elites and special interests for funding associated with political campaigns inevitably makes politicians vulnerable to capture. And in business, IMF calls on bilateral partners to fast-track negotiations on Ghana's debt restructuring program. Now you want to stay with us for that and more all here on News Night. Plus your views, 55 And the staff in Parliament where the NDC and MPP MPs have tonight been haggling behind closed doors for the last three hours over President Akufuado's ministerial nominees. With no sign yet of a breakthrough, NDC national executives have descended on Parliament to ensure a rejection of the nominees. The majority side were expecting a smooth passage of some key three revenue measures and the approval of six nominees of the president but it was clear at some point that the majority side did not have the required numbers to sail through without the cooperation of their colleagues on the minority bench at the last hour the majority side impressed upon the speaker to suspend the house for an hour to allow negotiations to continue behind closed doors it has been three hours since and they are yet to resume we're going to be taking you to parliament right now uh, I want to bring in my parliamentary correspondent, Kweku Asante, who's joining us now. Kweku, are they back? They are not back. As we speak, the meeting has just ended. Under just about three hours, when they have been meeting behind closed doors to try and reach some consensus and some agreement on those key issues that are currently before the House. I've seen a number of the MPs filter through, leaving the chamber. Some of them headed towards their offices. Indeed, when they went into that joint caucus meeting, some MPs also left Parliament altogether. I've just seen a number of them coming in. I just saw the Minister for the Interior, Ambrose Derry, come in a short while ago. And it's expected that very soon the Speaker of Parliament will come back in timber and gavel the House in session. But our understanding is that in the last three hours, the kind of meeting, the talk they've been having on the key issues to try and see if there can be some trade-offs 
on the key issues have not yielded any results for the minority not compromising on their situation and the government side also not willing to, to, to tone down some of the demand. And so very soon when the Speaker of Parliament comes back and gavels the House into session, the minority are expected to continue with their, their hardline stance on the three tax measures and not only that, the ministerial nominees. Our understanding is that the strategy by the majority now will be to try and see if they can get an adjournment of a sort because there are some two key people, if for nothing at all, who are not here. First, Sarah Ajwasafo and another deputy minister that the name hasn't been given to me yet. I'm trying to dig. That will leave the NPC majority side with only 136. And if the NDC are also able to get all 136 in the chamber, that will suffer defeat in terms of the key measures. But also, just gone by, I'm just learning also that Teresa Ladi Ayamba is one of the NDC MPs in the northern part of the country. She's also not in parliament now, which will leave the NDC a little short. But they are confident that by the time the Speaker gavels the House back in session, she would have returned and she will be back in chamber. So the minority clearly not compromising on the stance that is taking on the ministerial nominees as well as the tax measures. We'll come to the tax measures uh, pretty shortly because uh, from what we had yesterday, in fact, long before yesterday, today was the day set aside to deal with it. For some reason, that has even hasn't come up at all on the floor. But talking about the ministerial nominees, I, I noticed today that the chairman of the appointments committee laid before uh, the House the committee's report and he claimed, or actually asserted, that there has been a majority proposal to the House for all six to be approved. I've considered the nominations of His Excellency the President, four ministers of state and deputy ministers. The, the nominees demonstrated knowledge in the areas of finance, agriculture, chieftaincy, culture, trade and industry. The committee therefore recommends to the House by a majority decision for the adoption of this report, recommends the approval of Honorable Katie Amund for the Ministry of Trade and Industry, Honorable Brian Champong for the Ministry of Food and Agriculture, Mr. Stimia Samoabating for the Ministry of Chieftaincy and Religious Affairs, Honorable Mohammed Amin Ada for Minister of State, the Ministry of Finance, Honorable Osei Bonsu Amwa, the Minister of State, the Local Government Ministry, and Honorable Dr. Samoa, uh, Stephen Asamoah, De Deputy Minister for Trade and Industry. Let's be I so move. So that is the substance of... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The report, the Appointments Committee's report, a, a fundamental recommendation uh, for the House to approve uh, the nominees. But remember, this was a, by a majority decision, which means that largely the NDC members on the Appointments Committee uh, did not back that recommendation. I want to bring in, uh, quick, please stay with me. I want to bring in uh, Samuel Okuji to Ablakwa, who is a minority spokesperson on foreign affairs. It's also the ranking on, on that same committee in parliament. He joins us on the line right now. Mr. Ablakwa, thank you for your time here on Newsnight. Always a pleasure, Ivan. So, uh, as we just heard, the, the committee report was, was laid and then the, the debate started. So, we were curious. I mean, uh, what happened that triggered this long suspension? Well, as you uh, uh, observed from the proceedings today, uh, there was an initial matter we raised relating to the non-availability of the appointment committee report. I mean, this is a report that uh, was uh, largely uh, shielded uh, and uh, members did not have copies. Uh, we had to raise the matter. I uh, drew attention to this issue and ask the Honorable Speaker to take note of the matter and give us time to read the report and be satisfied with the contents. Remember, it's a 63-page report, and uh, we could not just be listening to the presentation of the report and, uh, and, 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 and go through 63 pages to be able to have an informed debate, a, a thorough discussion of the matters therein. Uh, the Speaker... Uh, then uh, said he would uh, give us some 15 minutes to uh, go through the report, went to other uh, matters listed on the other paper, and returned to the debate. Uh, but after uh, the first uh, round of... Uh, no, it was just one debate from the majority side. Then we had this intervention. The Honorable Abuja was about to take his turn to debate, and then we had the intervention... Uh, from the Honorable Anodon Prayer, that leadership on both sides uh, want us to engage further. Uh, I can uh, confirm to you that there appears to be a stalemate. Uh, I'm not too sure that at this point I should be divulging all of what has been discussed at the Committee of the Whole, uh, because uh, this, these were deliberations uh, behind closed doors. Uh, but uh, all I will say now is that there is a stalemate. Uh, we are still standing uh, where we stood uh, 
when this report was put together, which is the fact that we are not endorsing any of these appointments. And let me be clear that it is a matter of principle. It's not as though we take issue with our colleagues who have received this this nomination, particularly if you look at key sectors like trade and uh, agri. Uh, these are very crucial sectors um, that you, you really uh, must have uh, ministers, substantive ministers to work and uh, spare growth and industrialization and development of, of any country. But the principal position is that this is a president who has put together a bloated government. We are going through an economic crisis, the worst in our entire lifetime. We cannot endorse this nonchalant attitude. Even members of the diplomatic corps are calling on the president to downsize. And so if we play along, we come along, we will be complicit. And it will amount to a betrayal. It will mean that the people who sent us to parliament and all the stakeholders, CSOs, the diplomatic corps, organized labor, all of those who are calling on leadership to downsize, to drastically cut the size of government and to deal with the uh, fiscal slippages, the, 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 the bloated expenditure of this government. It will mean that we haven't listened and we really have no business being in parliament. That is why we are on all fours with our party leadership well aligned that it is a matter of principle. It's not really about the, the positions, whether the, we haven't said there shouldn't be an agreed minister or a trade minister. What we are saying is that, look, there are so many positions that can be merged. Agric and fisheries can be merged. Information and communications can be merged. Railways and transport can be merged. This was one ministry in the past under President Mahama. Chieftaincy, tourism can be merged. Sanitation, local government can be merged. So there are a good number of these portfolios that can be consolidated, can be streamlined so that we reduce the numbers. Mm-hmm. And then, we'll because look, you are calling on the Ghanaian people to bear with you. We are in this together. All of that cliche, all of that, you know, empty rhetoric really, quite hollow. And you are not leading by example. You are even seeking to impose additional taxes. Three new taxes are on the way, which of course we have indicated we would not support. So you cannot keep shifting the burden on the Ghanaian, and then leadership refuses, President Akufuado refuses to lead by example and to reduce the size of government. Uh, so I'm curious it's a about, principled position. Yeah, I'm curious. I, that principled position has been most emphatically stated over the last few weeks. So I'm curious why your side agree then to take a break. I, I, I guess it's at the request of your majority members to go and discuss this when you know your position was not going to change. So, so let me add that what is, what is the new dimension which uh, called for this break is the CI. Uh, that controversial CI the Hetra Commission wants to introduce uh, so that Ghana card becomes the sole uh, registration document. Uh, for any Ghanaian getting on the uh, electoral roll, we have said, and uh, we, are, we, we are added them with Ghana's foremost electoral commissioner, uh, Dr. Kujua Farijan, the venerable, celebrated Dr. Kujua Farijan, who has warned 
that taking away the guarantee system will spell doom. It will lead to voter suppression. It will simply prepare the ground. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. To disenfranchise many Ghanaians and, and for that matter, rig the 2024 election. So uh, the, 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 there appears to be uh, some, if you like, alignment. Our colleagues on the other side uh, are beginning to see reason and uh, will want to engage us on, on that matter. So that's the new dimension, uh, which is, uh, if you like, inviting the new talks, the new round of talks, which are taking place uh, uh, behind the scenes. Do you, do you sense you sense that the majority side may be willing to give in to the recommendation, for example, that you've made that include the guarantor? Uh, process as part of this registration exercise. Have you sensed that? Is that what they probably want to offer you? We 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 are beginning to sense a shift in position. The details are still hazy. They haven't really been spelled out. And there, I must be honest with you, Evan. There's also a huge trust deficit. There's a great deal of suspicion that because there's been a number of occasions where, uh, okay, you know, Ghanaians have voted uh, for a hand parliament. It means let's build consensus. Uh, it's no longer winner takes all. Let's uh, reach some rapprochement and be willing to uh, meet each other halfway. Uh, but every now and then, there's been bad faith. Uh, you you want to uh, prevent a brawl. You want to prevent, uh, if you like, uh, uh, all the tensions and and, and the degen- de- degeneration which many have have, uh, have complained about, which we are all not uh, pleased about. But uh, because of this long history of bad faith and U turns and you know breaches and gentleman agreements. Um, I, I must say that uh, these talks are going on with 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 a, with a great deal of uh, of suspicion and mistrust, and I'm not too sure if uh, they will they will pan pan out well. I, I I must say that the other side will have to do a lot more. They will have to do a lot more uh, to convince us that they have really uh, turned the corner. Uh, they have opened a new page and they want to really build genuine consensus. I, I am hoping, for example, if uh, we will hear that the, that the president does a reshuffle and reduces his ministers, even by a few numbers, uh, it, would, it would be a good start. It will show good faith. And then if uh, the, the, the CI is brought and laid and we see that what has been laid, is substantially different from the very, uh, if you like, undemocratic one they brought, which would disenfranchise a lot of Ghanaians. Then we can also begin to to have a shift. Because, mind you, 
uh, they they have a lot that uh, they will require our support on. It's not only the ministerial appointments. Remember that the judges, there are two judges that are hanging. Their appointment or the approval is, is in abeyance for many months now, even before this, this meeting, before this session began, uh, because they can have the numbers and they can have our support. Then they have these three taxes, which is also crucial, uh, the, the, the matter to do with the uh, revenue mobilization as part of the IMF precondition. Very, very crucial for government if they will be able to reach a deal with the IMF. So it will appear that uh, they, they, they really, our colleagues on the MPP side, really need us. They really need us. Uh, but we need to see good faith. We need to, we need to trust the process and trust the messengers who are engaged in these talks. Yeah, it is uh, 20 minutes now past six. Is this going to come back to the House tonight for a decision on the uh, nominees? And then today, we'll understand what's we'll set aside for the three bills. We'll come to that. But in the nominees, will, will they come? Yes, the House has not been adjourned. Remember that the Speaker, the right honourable Speaker, only suspended the House. So uh, we are reconvening. Uh, we we agreed to reconvene at 6 p.m. So any moment from now, I expect the House to to reconvene. Um, uh, who knows? Uh, we may continue with the debate or um, we may have to uh, curtail the debate and continue with, with, the, with, the, with the talks uh, behind the scenes. So it's, it's, it's really, it's really, uh, it's really a matter of, uh, of, 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 of leadership. Yeah, and, and, uh, and the speaker decided. And then you also have the, the three revenue bills. Um, it, is that also scheduled all to be dealt with today? Yes, it, it's uh, those three bills were on the other paper. Uh, but uh, looking at the exigencies of uh, the time, uh, looking at the fact that this, uh, this ministerial appointments uh, have not been completed has not been dealt with uh, fully i doubt if we can move on to those bills which uh, as i indicated uh, were duly advertised to be taken today but uh, i doubt looking at the exigencies if uh, we can get to work on those and then the, the almighty question if this comes the nominee's question comes tonight um can you pull your members into the chamber for a decision if it comes down to it, considering that many of you possibly will be very tired uh, since morning, haggling, meeting, people possibly are relaxing somewhere, waiting to be called. How is that going to affect, you know, mobilization and whipping people to the chamber to make a decision? Uh, I, I can assure you that we are up for it. We are fully mobilized. We are energized. Uh, we remember what uh, we... Uh, we, 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 we went through the fight we, 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 we put up to secure the speakership uh, that uh, had, uh, for the first time in our country's history, a speaker elected who is not from the president's party or the ruling party. So uh, we have the track record. We've done it before. Uh, and remember that it was an all night. We continue to, uh, we sat uh, for two days continuous. So 
we 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 have the stamina we have the 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 political will and we are determined uh not to betray the Ghanaian people because look this is a matter that if we do not stand up to be counted and we do not account for all our uh it it, it will have been 137 but thanks to uh, um, uh, judicial machinations, uh, we are now 136. We will account for all the 136. We are determined to do that, and uh, we will do our best to make sure that at the end of the day, the national interest uh, reigns supreme. Thank you very much, Samokudetablak. I wish you all the best. Uh, I know you're heading back into the chamber now um, for what is yet to come. And if you're just joining us, big day in Parliament. Well, big night really ahead in Parliament in the next uh, few minutes. We're expecting the House to reconvene. They've been on break since 3 uh, p.m. They were supposed to go for an hour. It's now, you know, close to three hours, three hours, 30 minutes. They're not yet back. You just heard the details. There are a few things we've just been learning on the three ministerial nominees. We just learned from Samokudetablak blackwell that day um the majority side may be willing to make some concessions around the controversial ci that had originally intended to make the ghana card the sole identity document for voter registration the suggestion as you heard there is that possibly the majority side may be willing to amend that particular bill and include the guarantor system. That's what we've heard, that particular detail we've heard, uh, and to include the guarantor system uh, in the bill as a, as a trade-off to getting the mi- minorities' cooperation in approving those nominees. Very, very interesting times indeed in the House. Uh, and you heard Samokutu Tabalakwa say that, yeah, if, if they show, uh, if they bring the bill back and the changes are sufficient enough, then they can, their side can then begin to consider shifting their own stance on the subject of the uh, ministerial nominee. So that's where we are tonight. The parliament, we're watching this space very closely. Once they get into the chamber and the decision is taken, you hear it here first. In fact, let's stay in parliament because my uh, parliamentary correspondent, Kweku Asante, is still with me, Kweku. Uh, a, a lot really to digest from everything we've heard uh, from Samu Kujita Blackwa. And, 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 and by the way, You've been reporting that the NDC's national executives have def- descended heavily uh, on Parliament tonight. Are they still there? I mean, they are still here. If you go to, if you enter the chamber now and you look at the public gallery, you will see the national chairman of the NDC, Johnson Stadium. You'll also see the national communications officer, Sami Jemfi, as well as a host of other party communicators who are still up there having some kind of conversations. Early on, the General Secretary of the NPP, Justin Frimpong Kudia, was also here. He was here up until the Speaker suspended sitting for an hour. I haven't seen him since this informal conversation closed. I haven't seen him yet. But Johnson Messidian Kutia at Samijimfi are still up there. And we understand that they are very much also interested in the CI conversation. There was some sort of agreement. They nearly reached a point where they, 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 they can break away in terms of getting to the next point on the CI where the government side proposing to the minority that they would join them in their opposition to the CI and, and in terms of the, the, the requirement to make the Ghana card the sole identity document. They all wanted to sign an undertaking, but the minority said that an undertaking will not be enough. They want to see the CI amended, laid before the House, then you can go ahead and, 
and discuss all the other things. They did not. We are told that Johnson and Sidney Getia, although was not in the meeting, has been very much a part of the decision-making process on the minority side. And every now and then, the leadership have had to have, have had to speak to to him to to get some sort of agreement. And he has not been in agreement with that idea of signing and undertaking. So he told that if you go to the chamber now, I just stepped down for this call. You will see him there with Tamid Jemfi and a host of national communications officer engaged in informal talks whilst waiting for sitting to, to, to resume. I've just seen Afenyo Martin walk into the chamber. I tried to get signed to talk to him. He says no, but he just walked in. The expectation is now that a state statement about himself will also come in then and then the speaker himself will come, gavel the house back in session, and then the leadership will have to offer some guidance on the way forward. Will they proceed with the current numbers as it stands or they will have to take some sort of an agreement, continue talking, and resume tomorrow to see if this business can be carried through. And, and indeed, uh, Kweku, uh, you, as you see all these executives walk around in, the, in, in Parliament, in the round, in the meetings, Okunjotabalakwa um, just told us that the decision when they went behind closed doors, the community of the whole, was to resume at 6. It's uh, 6.27 now. Any sign that this is going to start? Clearly, the house will set again. What is not clear is if the business, as they had programmed, will proceed as scheduled. Because I've just seen much of the leaders on both sides entering. If you go in there right now, you see almost the minority front bench already seated. You see Agboja, you see Ahmed Ibrahim, you see Amako Fibo as well. And more MPs are now filing in. They are coming from the job 600 after having taken a few minutes break. They are all walking back into the chamber. So the expectation is that sitting will proceed, sitting will progress, and things will go on. What is not clear is if a decision will be taken on the ministerial nominees and these three new taxes. As I always say, that may not happen because because the minority now haven't decided to soften their stance, and the majority are clearly knowing that they do not have the numbers. Their approach will be now to try and see, let's talk more, because yesterday the speaker had announced on the floor that the talks were ongoing, series of talks on both sides of the house to try and reach some agreement. Yesterday, he said the agreement was close, but clearly it's not so close from what we have seen on, this, on, on, on the floor today. So probably some more talks may be needed on both sides of the house to get some sort of agreement. Mind you, next week, Parliament goes on break. And some of these key, key decisions, it appears Parliament would have to decide on them now. Government cannot afford to have these three new taxes being held in abeyance until the next meeting, which will resume in May, or this specific business or the ministerial nominees with these key sectors of the economy not having substantive ministers. So government would have to continue talk up until tomorrow or even next week before MPs will go on Easter break. And, and this story about Joasafo, I, I don't know if you spotted her today. She hasn't. Uh, two days ago, Sarah Joasafo was in the chamber on Tuesday. She was here to, 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 she was there. She didn't contribute to parliamentary debate or anything, but she was here. The expectation was that she was coming again the next the next day and also today, especially when she clearly knew that government had programmed such a key business for today. But Sarah Joseph has been nowhere near parliament today, which is contributing to that shortage of numbers for the majority side to go ahead and proceed with this business. Just I mean, seeing the energy and, and, and minister that, that, come in, the, the, the vehicle also coming in. So more people are coming in, but Sarah Joseph, not here. Yeah, man, and that's curious, Kuku, uh, because earlier in the week, she was there. But everybody knew today was going to be the, the big day. This is the day that the numbers <laughs> were needed the most. And on, on the most important day, she, she's nowhere to be found. Clearly, she's not here. And that is the frustration on some of the 
MPs on the majority side who are pushing that they may take a decision and then just and just remove her from her seat because if she's not if she's here and she cannot be here at any point that government needs to transact some key business then she's not adding any value to them i i, I reported the day that she was here that because the numbers game was such a crucial one in all this she she received cheers this was the first time she was receiving cheers on the floor of parliament from her own members who had almost certainly wanted to get her out. But this time around, they knew that the numbers game was crucial. So they cheered her on, expecting that she'll be here today to help government get through some of this crucial business. But Sarah Joasapo is not here, and the majority leadership would have to countenance for their absence and try and find a strategy to get out of this conundrum. Uh, thank you very much, Kweku. And as we've been reporting tonight, if you're just joining us, the strategy that the majority side have been forced to now uh, pursue is try now and make some concessions around the controversial constitutional instrument that would have made the Ghana card the sole ID for registering to vote. Now uh, they are having to uh, agree with the NDC side that that cannot happen. So they may possibly introduce now uh, what we now been learning, the guarantor system, which was taking out and the NDC, NPP had insisted it will never happen. But of course, they have to trade something to get the cooperation of the uh, NDC side. Very interesting night ahead, and we're going to stay with you all through till we get closure on these very important matters. So stay with us. And George, your face here with Business and George. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, from the business community, everybody was waiting to see Parliament today would have debated and approved those three revenue uh, handles that the IMF and Ghana both had agreed that it is a prior action. You do that before we consider, we take this to the board for consideration and, and possibly approval for your bailout. And if some business associations are still kicking against this whole taxes, and also the IMF itself has been speaking in Washington, D.C., and they are urging uh, the country's bilateral partners to fast-track negotiations on Ghana's debt restructuring program that could aid in the board, the board approving uh, Ghana's program. And tax consultant with Deloitte also indicates the concerns expressed by businesses on these uh, three key revenue measures shouldn't be totally ignored by government. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Alliance Life and Ghana Pay. <laughs> See the plenty money you are carrying this early morning. Adey. Mm, Charlie, you levy asemu. You levy do what? As for you, you wait and listen to all the information before you start carrying money up and down like we are in 1995. The you levy there, it has come. But you know, MTN will always find a way to sort you out. Ah, sort me out, sense. Oh, so you don't know that when you transfer money between your personal accounts, cash in and cash out at agent points, buy airtime or data, pay bills, receive remittance from abroad, or even pay taxes, there are no e-levy charges. Hey, we are sure. Listen, there are a number of transactions you can perform with your MTM Momo that are not affected by the e-levy tax too. Hmm. And there's even more, cra. Remember your first 100 Ghana City transfer for the day is free too. Hey, not me anymore. <laughs> now, dear, you know. There are a number of transactions you can perform with your MTN Momo that are not affected by the e-levy tax. So keep enjoying the security and convenience with MTN Momo and make payments on the go with MTN Momo. MTN. 
one, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom, and my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302 764101, 764209, or 762792. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. Keys. What could be simpler than a key? Who doesn't have a key? A car key, an office key, a draw key. But there's one key that rules them all. The house key. The key to a place we call home. The key to the home where everything comes together. The key to a home that is our own. A home where we make life happen with our families and loved ones. Adoha has been working hard for over 30 years to make home ownership within reach for many. Say yes to property with Adoha. Your dream home is one call away. Your dream home is a few clicks away. Visit our Accra project, The Place, by calling 03027897557. Ever visited a shop, picked a whole basket of provisions, toiletries, and very essential things you need, battled a long queue to finally pay, only to be told. <laughs> You can't pay to a merchant's number. The way that thing they pay, eh? But with Vodafone Cash, there is no problem. Now, on Vodafone Cash, you can pay all merchants on all networks. Easy peasy. And you straight. And you direct. And you sharp. From your Vodafone Cash wallet to any merchant's number on other networks. So, whether you are buying provisions or fuel, medication or food, whatever the service or need, just pay conveniently from Vodafone Cash to any merchant's number. Simply dial star 110 hash to make payment to merchants on other networks today. Vodafone. Imagine you have the power to impact the world around you. At the British Council, we see students from all over the globe coming together for a quality of education that achieves goals. And IELTS test from the British Council can help you own your future. For a limited time only, when you book IELTS with British Council, you will get our most popular preparation course, Road to IELTS Premium, for free. Valued at 80 US dollars, Road to IELTS Premium gives you all the material you need to get a great IELTS score. Visit the British Council website today. MTN, official headline sponsors of the Black Stars. Imagine strutting into the most anticipated wedding of the year. Ah, only to see seven other girls wearing your exact same outfits. special and one of a kind and that's why whether it's voice data or sms you get to enjoy personalized offers tailored to your specific needs with mtn just for you dial star 141 hash or select your options on the my mtn app to redeem your unique just for you package on ghana's best mobile network mtn 
You welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now the IMF is pushing the country's bilateral partners to fast track negotiations on Ghana's debt restructuring program. The call is coming at a time that government is racing against time to submit its request to the IMF for approval by the end of this month. Julia Kozak is the communications director at the IMF and she's been speaking at the news conference from Washington DC. The three-year program, supported by an arrangement under the ECF, this program was worth about $3 billion. Ghana also requested a debt treatment under the G20 Common Framework. Financing assurances from partners and creditors are necessary for presenting the program request to the IMF's executive board for approval. We continue to engage closely with the Ghanaian authorities while they seek these assurances and we're calling on bilateral creditors to support Ghana's effort to restore debt sustainability, form an official creditor committee, and deliver the necessary financing assurances as soon as possible. The IMF program aims to support Ghana's efforts to restore macroeconomic stability, debt sustainability, while also protecting the vulnerable, preserving financial stability, and laying the foundation for strong and inclusive growth. Communications Director at the IMF, Julia Kozak, speaking at a news conference in Washington, D.C., USA. Senior manager at accounting firm Deloitte, Gilbert Yunchiadu, has noted that concerns expressed by businesses about the three key revenue measures shouldn't be ignored by government. Now, this is coming as Parliament today expected to take a decision on these three taxes, that is, the Income Tax Amendment Bill, the Excise Duty Amendment Bill, and the Growth and Sustainability Amendment Bill. That is, uh, Deloitte, uh, that is, Gilbert Yunchiadu, tells Joy Business, government should still look at finding ways to engage these firms irrespective of what happens in parliament today to ensure that the economy is is back on its track uh, so that investor confidence uh, will, will come and people will get the needed investment both locally and and then outside uh, of our jurisdiction to propel the economy i mean to grow nevertheless or that said you need to also have a balancing scale and look at the impact uh, that these measures, in as much as you seek to uh, raise in revenue, what will be the impact on businesses? And you also have to do a thorough assessment of maybe the existing taxes that are already being uh, implemented. How has it fared? And how has it? Yes, you may have generated revenue, but some businesses may have closed. You may have generated revenue. Some people may have lost their jobs. So what is the balancing scale? It's very, very important that you do that, I mean, uh, policy analysis, its impact on the economy, the resulting effect. And then in view of that, whenever you come out with a policy, I think that you may get the needed attention uh, from the Ghanaian business economy. Gilbert Chiadu is a senior manager at accounting and auditing firm Deloitte. And Parliament is still yet to take a decision on these three key revenue measures, whether they will approve it or adjust it in to consider it another day.
Now, government has described as a premature push for investigations into the exit of AGM Petroleum from Ghana's oil fields. The AGM earlier, today, earlier this month announced that they are getting out of Ghana's oil space based on some concerns. The minority in parliament is pushing for some investigations into how the transactions was handled by government as well as the firm's exit. But Deputy Minister of Energy, Andre Japamesa, disagrees. They, because as far as I'm concerned, the approval that Parliament gave was for the Ministry of Energy and GMPC to go and negotiate mm. with Aka Energy for a potential acquisition by GMPC in both the Aka and the AGM block. As far as I know, that negotiation has not been concluded. And so to that extent, no definitive documents have been submitted to Parliament for consideration and approval to consummate the transaction. Obviously, within the confines of the law, which then says that when you execute a petroleum agreement, you have a certain time frame within which you need to do exploration. I believe it's seven years. Within that period, there are obligations that you need to meet. And so the fact that you are having a negotiation for one party to potentially acquire a stake in those blocks does not under any circumstances derogate from you performing your obligations. Andre Japamesa is the Deputy Minister of Energy. Now, some of the oil marketing firms have started reducing prices of petroleum products at the pumps. Now, this is even before the March 16 date for reviewing prices of petroleum products. Now, Star Oil, for instance, is selling a liter of petrol at 11 Ghana cities and 99 pesos, now showing more than 40 pesos drop from the old price. However, diesel remains unchanged. Now, it is not clear for now. What might have been the reason for this action? Now, some industry persons are linking it to the city's stability, reduction in prices of crude oil on the international market, and the contribution of the Gold for Oil program. Analysts have argued that if the current trend should continue on the international market, then we might witness another significant reduction at the pumps, that is, from maybe the end of this month. Now, Evans, are the preconditions that Ghana should meet before securing an IMF program be described as a tough or harsh one? Now, Parliament is said to take a decision on these are three key revenue measures that are strongly being kicked against by some businesses. Well, tonight we are looking at the preconditions that Ghana is supposed to meet before it gets the board approval from the IMF. There's a tax argument, there's the economic argument, and what are the concerns of business events? All these things are up for discussion on PM Express at 9 p.m. Mm, and I see the uh, topic IMF program conditionalities. And yeah. I know my IMS friends, when they use conditionalities, they will quickly <laughs> They are tell so you. not comfortable. No, 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 that. they are not comfortable. They will quickly tell you, oh, they're not conditionalities. It's, you, it's you, a Ghana's program. Bring, tell us how you want to turn exactly. around the economy. You know, so, so the suggestion is that these revenue handle who would have proposed. Um, but we must say, all the IMF programs we've gone always included uh, tax, you know, revenue handles, handles. that you know for, for us to do. And so, uh, interesting conversation. And you have the uh, people like uh, Dr. Ali Nacha. Mm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to hearing him, uh, tax lawyer and consultant, Professor Boutexin, who is an economist. Uh, Mark Pedro Abwaje, CEO of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry. So yeah. heavyweights. Yeah. So um, you want to stay. 9 p.m. on Joy News and all these social media platforms. Mm.
Thank you very much, George. So, listening to News Night is on Joy 99.7 FM. We are still waiting for Parliament to resume its uh, deliberations on these very important matters. And when they do, we'll take it live to the House. Now, John Mahama is on a charm offensive that appears tonight to have convinced many credible national civil society organizations to not only back his proposed reforms, but show up in their numbers, standing by his side to make the point. At an event last night to present his proposals to reform campaign financing in Ghana, some CSO leaders stood with John Mahama. Uh, we'll hear the uh, policy think tank Imani Africa that has publicly declared its support for the former president's proposals uh, to reform political campaign financing. But first, listen to the former president himself acknowledging the deliberations uh, with civil society. Uh, and he believes that uh, is paving the way for a better cooperation between himself and these organizations. In an interaction I had with civil society organizations and other public advocacy groups in November last year, we had a broad-based discussion on issues of governance reform and how we can strengthen our democracy and restore faith in our constitutional governance and the rule of law. A theme that kept recurring during this meeting was the issue of campaign financing and its link to corruption and influence peddling in government. This topic, I believe, is very close and dear to the hearts and minds of many Ghanaians. I do not have all the answers, but it is my expectation that as a key stakeholder in Ghana's political space, my comments on this issue will elevate the public discourse on the matter and hopefully lead to necessary reforms in this area. Well, a study by the Center for Democratic Development indicated that political parties with intentions of winning the 2024 presidential and parliamentary elections will require a minimum of $100 million to prosecute a very vibrant campaign. Mr. Mahama is suggesting that the state finances uh, campaigns of viable political parties in order to prevent financiers from uh, determining electoral outcomes. I commend that we put in place an explicit public funding of political parties bill in a bipartisan and inclusive manner to regulate this phenomenon. I further recommend that should public funding of political parties be scaled up in the foreseeable future, then an independent and credible institution must be selected to administer the state resources advanced to political parties. In that regard, a sharing formula could be established to ensure fairness and specific disclosure requirements on beneficiary parties must be imposed. So that's a former president there uh, uh, speaking yesterday at this uh, event uh, where many of the civil society organizations were present. The director of advocacy at the CDD, uh, Dr. Kojo Asante, uh, was there and he stated that, uh, worryingly, it is a minority of the political party base uh, make contributions, making the party prone to a lead capture. The, the latest study for. conducted by CDD in 2021 estimated that, that it cost 4 million Ghana cities, which in dollar terms was 693,000 and USD 100 million to fund a parliamentary and a presidential campaign respectively in Ghana. Now looking at our current economic circumstances, these figures are likely to be even much higher now. Concerning financiers, we know that in spite of the large membership base of our political parties, just a minute portion of campaign funds are sourced from party members or the general public. Rather, political parties and political politicians 
rely heavily on special interest groups and individuals and businesses, uh, business financiers to raise money for campaign activities. It is worth noting that the reliance on a few elites and special interests for funding associated with political campaigns inevitably makes politicians vulnerable to capture by these interest groups. So that's the CDD's uh, rep there, uh, Dr. Kojo Asante. Also at the same event uh, where John Mahama obviously spoke, uh, Executive Secretary uh, of uh, IDEG, uh, Dr. Manakwiti, was also present on that same stage. So having looked at what the situation is and having read the concept uh, paper that we got, we thought that in the next 30 years, the challenge is, could we rebuild our parties into development agents? And there is data that shows, and Kojo referred to, the marginalization that the majority voters themselves complain of, women, youth. And they say this system is not working. In fact, all the arrangements made under the 1992 constitution to ensure that women, youth, people with disability, chiefs, and so on, would be represented in the local government system has failed. It hasn't worked. And we sincerely believe that if we do not look at the structures we created, the assumptions, and what has caused this failure, we may lose the next 30 years. Mm, and that's uh, one other CSO leader uh, sharing the same stage with John Mahama yesterday. Let's bring another CSO leader. Uh, Franklin Kujo is a founding president of Imani Africa. Joins us on the telephone line right now. Franklin, I'm grateful for your time here on Newsnight. It's a pleasure as always, my brother. Uh, frankly, yesterday you made a post uh, prior to the event and you publicly declared your support for the former president's proposals to reform political pi uh, party uh, financing. Um, and then you're not the only person who, who was there from the civil society groups. In fact, John Mahama himself uh, was took time to acknowledge uh, what he says to be the civil society organizations that supported to host this event tonight. Um, what, 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 what is accounting for this, I guess, cooperation between yourselves and the former president? It's many people look at it and say, this is slightly unprecedented. Well, I guess it's the approach, the approach to consulting broadly. I mean, he's been president before and he's seen the pitfalls and if you like, he's seen the mountains, right? Um, I do not necessarily have to say that his intentions uh, in tune with everything, every, every civil society organization believes in. But I can only see what he's trying to do and then say that, yes, he's asking for consultation. Don't forget, not, not too long ago, he held a meeting in CSUs and asked the question, the Ghana we want, and had a series of questions asked for at each table. And most of us were in attendance and provided answers. And I think he's built it up on that. Critically, this issue about campaign financing came up, uh, as he mentioned yesterday, and I think that he's charting the path with his own party as an example. It's not as if other parties haven't tried. I, I know that we, I think the NPP also tried something similar some time back. Um, but you see, this is taking center stage. We think that we are in, currently in economic doldrums, and we think that the next party, sorry, the next, the next elections need to produce people that are just above party and rather concerned about the, the welfare of the state. I think it's a clarion call by the press, former president that I think we all decided to uh, listen and then, and then support necessarily uh, the court. So this is not necessarily in come per se, but we are in we are in we are in agreement 
with the loftier aims of trying to, you know, pull down politics from the current uh, abyss that it has fallen into, the one that it is edified. And if it, if a campaign finance is one of it, we are all for it. Okay. And I think the approach is adopted is also quite label. Okay, good. Please stay with me. I'm joining me right now is uh, Joyce Bauer, uh, Bukhtari, spokesperson for the John Muhammad's office. Also joining me is the National uh, Patriotic Party's uh, national organizer, uh, Henry Nabwache. Thank you very much, gentlemen and lady. Um, uh, Madam Bauer, so you've just had the uh, Franklin that says your approach is, is different. They find it refreshing. And the reason why they are backing you uh, in this endeavor to reform campaign financing. Um, this, how did this come about? Well, thank you very much. I'm sure that a uh, very good evening to you and it's a privilege to be with you. I believe that Mr. Franklin Kujo spoke at length about the fact that the former president a few months ago had very extensive conversations and consultations with various uh, civil society organizations. I believe it was a day-long activity. It had started with various engagements at different points with some individuals key among them CDD and of course Imani uh, Africa and yes that also culminated in this whole conversation about corruption anti-graft measures what to do to stem you know some types of monies from coming into campaign financing how political parties can also stop persons who sponsor or invest in their campaigns from holding governments to ransom because, of course, it's also one of the reasons why we do have all the challenges that we have in terms of who controls what, who demands what, and who asks for what. I'm sure you do know that President Mahama has always been a very progressive-minded person. And uh, having lived the life of a president, a former president, and I believe that one who intends also to contest once more to leave this country. He has actually taken a cue from some of the challenges that he himself probably faced whilst in office when he ran for office as MP, when he ran for office as vice president, and of course when he ran for office as president and the subsequent campaigns that he has conducted. Raising funds, finding money have become, you know, have always been a challenge. And you heard the figures, mind-boggling. The thing that you'd expect that any female candidate who probably doesn't have any business connections or a good network, a young relatively, you know, new entrant to the race, for example, how will all these people raise enough funds to execute the campaigns as they expect and as they intend? Apart from that, we are currently facing very serious economic challenges and hardships. So yes, looking at alternatives will ensure one transparency. For example, if you look at this uh, crowdfunding proposal, it is also a very transparent way in which people can contribute to campaigns without the secrecy without shrouding it in any, you know, secrets and all of that. Mm. You know who is sending what, where it's coming from. You can audit the figures. You can account for the monies. Indeed, the persons who are also donating know one thing for sure, yeah. that those monies would go to the right okay. source. So, so that's, I believe so that President Mahama has actually shown the way. I'm expecting that many others will take a cue from this uh, experiment and probably do same. Apart from that, these are not monies that will just come solely to President Mahama as candidate, if you know what I mean. There will be resources available to fund other campaigns also. Mm, and of course, this will also be a great opportunity for our political party in particular to find a way to improve upon the numbers of women who refuse to contest largely because of inadequate funding, lack of funds, 
And, and, and so, so that's why John Mahama is doing this. Uh, let me bring in uh, Nana Boache, the uh, national organizer of the MPP, quickly into the conversation. Nana, so you're watching this, and I wonder what the view from the MPP is on on this blossoming relationship that is beginning to uh, play out between John Mahama and the civil society organizations. Because you, you see Imani, you see CDD. You see uh, IDEG, you actually even see the Ghana Integrity Initiative. They didn't only participate very actively, they were speakers on the same stage with him. Uh, what's the MPP view on this? Uh, um, good evening, um, Ivan. Uh, I think that I could still hear um, Madame Joyce Bauer's voice. It's been fixed now. Can That's you? me. So I, I could clearly, I could barely hear. The question. So, um, if you could, yeah, I mean, I'm uh, just asking. I'm just asking. Um, what, what your view? What the NPP view is on on this blossoming relationship that we've seen now playing out between John Mahama and the civil society organisations, who are actively on the same platform with him, uh, sharing the same stage and talking about, you know, why they believe the approach is different, and they want to lend a, a hand to this particular aspect of his campaign. Oh, well, thank you, Evans. Uh, well, Evans, I think that you are over-exaggerating um, this relationship. I mean, frankly, almost all political parties have uh, some sort of, I mean, very fruitful relationship with these civil society organizations. Uh, for us in the NPP, we've accommodated a lot. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, programs with some of these um, COS. And in fact, recently, we've received quite a number of letters from the COS for us to engage on, on different levels. Today, for instance, I spoke to Dr. Akwete uh, and then some others. So this is not a new thing, so we should not over-exaggerate it to think that it is an endorsement of his candidature. I think that is where we need to uh, make the difference clear, what they are seeking to do. And indeed, a lot of these COS, they started this what long time ago they started this work long time ago in fact they've had produced documents they have produced papers and write-ups long before some were a decade ago so um for mr muhammad to mount a platform to invite them that is fine the new patriotic party can have a program and we can invite these COS, and they will attend so you should not over exaggerate uh, this partnership to mean that it is an endorsement of his candidature. I don't think so. That is the first point. I I mean, I mean, just, just, just for the record, nobody has said it's an endorsement of his candidature, an endorsement of the proposals that he's made for campaign financing. Uh, just for clarity, that's all said. A renewed partnership, and then uh, they have endorsed a certain message no, from so the that, that's all, that's all that saying. Is kind of no, 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 just, just for clarity, and it's very important, then even for the CSOs, they support his proposals for campaign financing, which is very, very specific. Yes, that is what I'm trying to say. Yes. That no, not his candidate. Nobody has said that. No, 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 no. That uh -huh. is that is the kind of picture. I mean, in your introduction. I mean, no, no, no. But, but I don't know. I don't that know. I don't, that's my point. I'm correcting, correcting you. I'm correcting you on that. Nobody said that. So I don't know how you're interpreting that to being candidate. No. I mean, this political parties funding. Is, is, is a broad topic. And for me, I embrace um, a nationalistic approach for discussing this. And I would also agree that as political parties to raise a huge amount of money, a monumental uh, funding space would be needed. I agree. 
with um, any platform, any space that would seek to project this discussion. It is important. Fundamentally, I agree with it. So, um, the topic itself, I don't have any problem with. But you see, we need to be very careful of some of these things. Credibility is important. And I keep saying this. The message is as important as the messenger. You see, this is not just any personal. This is His Excellency, the former president, John Dramani Mahama. And as I said, when he was vice president, we have had CSOs presenting this document. This is not new. When he was president, we've had CSOs presenting this document. It is not new. When we're in opposition, we've had such engagement with some of these organizations. And he had the power. So my position is that we should not pretend that because of political power, because maybe you are seeking for another re-election bid, so you would want to come as if you were a clean person, you've never been given the opportunity before. And recently we saw it. That when His Excellency the President made a promise that he was going to cancel S. Gracia, meanwhile, in 2015, he had made a similar promise, mm. which he never, he, he never started anything mm. towards actualizing that particular promise. Yeah. Meanwhile, eight months down the lane, he rather put together a team to review the S Russia. Yeah, oh, but, and, today, and, 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 and then we, he says that oh, he's going we, we, to we, put we, it up. So we run out of time, but on yes, the it is important that we assess these things. Yeah. But then the person saying it is also important. So on the substantive on the substantive matter on the substantive matter of the campaign financing proposals, you, you support the CSO's position that there's reforms and Yes, okay. I support it. As I said, okay. I've had, I've read a lot of uh, papers from them and even today I spoke to Dr. Akwete. He's done extensive work on this particular matter. Okay. And I think that to curb, you know, corruption in our political space, especially regarding um, political parties and its activities, it is important that we come together as a nation, have that platform, and then discuss it. Okay. At least there's, at least there's some consensus on this. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, uh, gentlemen and lady, uh, for this. I know this is a conversation that we'll definitely revisit uh, as we uh, build towards the elections next year. But we are still watching very closely what is happening in Parliament. And as and when uh, we get the MPs back in the House, we'll bring you details of this. You want to stay with us because we're going to be staying with you until a decision uh, is made. In Parliament, uh, you want to stay with Joy also because uh, Lex's bill is up next with personality profile uh, with uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph, who is an American award-winning actress and singer. Uh, stay. Buying a car is one of the most important decisions you make in life. How long you enjoy the car depends on how well you take care of it. How long you enjoy the car also depends on the type of part you use for your car. Are you having difficulty getting genuine parts for your Toyota vehicles? Toyota Ghana has made it easy for you. From now on, you can sit in the comfort of your home or office and order your spare parts online and we will deliver to your doorstep. Visit our website and follow the instructions. Fill in your requirements by giving us the part name 
your vehicle's chassis number and your location, and voila, we deliver to your doorstep. Do not worry about payments. You can make payment by mobile money. No more Matrai Makwe. You get the correct genuine Toyota parts from Toyota Ghana. Call or WhatsApp the following number. Accra 0302-229-484. Motorway 0302-257-162. Tema 0302-973-211. For more information. Allianz. Insurance since 1890. At Allianz Life Ghana. We have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website www.allianz-gh.com for more inquiries. Allianz Life. We secure your future. Every day, people have money emergencies. Ma, I need my school fees. Ma, me chop money. Crash it. Ma, me rent. Emergency, emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. Star 770 hash for money emergencies and chop life for emergency access to your bank accounts, transfers, utility payments, loans, and more. Dial star 770 hash. Bank on the go even without data with Ecobank's short code for digital banking. Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. Extra, extra, let me tell you all about it. Hey, Dolomistic. You and this your extra extra thing. I beg, tell me about it. I been crying. Look, extra is what you and your car get when you switch to Shell Fuel Save. Extra protection, extra clean, and extra savings. You get it? Eh? And no, I mean no. Tell me extra. <coughs> Shell Fuel Save is designed to improve engine efficiency instantly and with triple action formula that helps protect your engine from wear, corrosion, and deposit. So you get extra kilometers out of your drive. Sir, and they're not extra extra. Good for your engine. Extra, extra, good for your pocket. Extra kilometers goes a long way. Switch to Shell for Save today. Go well. Your life is about to get better with great savings. Get the best appliances you can ever find and save big with the Samsung Super Sale happening now in all CompuGhana showrooms nationwide. From now to this Sunday, enjoy up to 40% discount on any Samsung home appliance you buy. Visit any CompuGhana showroom or shop online at www.compugana.com now. For inquiries, call 030-275-2020. Roverman Productions in partnership with National Theatre and Joy Affair present Just the Tip, an original Ibo White Lay. You intend to ask my father's permission to marry me? <laughs> what if I don't want to marry you? What? You're going to ask daddy for my hand, but have you asked me to marry ma, 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 you? Ma, ma. Exactly. I rest my case. Ah. Just the Tip will show at the National Theatre on March 24th, 25th, 26th, 31st, and April 1st and 2nd. One show on Fridays at 7 p.m. Two shows on Saturdays at 4 and 8 p.m. Three shows on Sundays at 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 8 p.m. That is...
says Roverman 123 rates 150 Ghana cities early bird and 200 Ghana cities during production period. Tickets available on the short code star 365 star 535 hash and all the usual outlets. Early bird promo ends on March 23rd. Sponsored by Ebony Condoms, Gino Tomato Mix, GCB Bank and M Notify. Roverman Productions, be the difference. I wake up in the morning, it's a new day And I got bills that I have to pay Now you're running late, running out of time Feels like the world is waiting in line All you gotta do is pick up the phone And just dial So whatever you do Starting today, and it all begins with. 